Can I get a oh yeah? Welcome to Podcast My Brand, where we help you launch your branded podcast, get better at the craft of podcasting, grow your audience, and make cash from your show. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor of Podcast Town. Let's get to it. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Well, today is a treat. I want to say welcome to Mr. Eric Clark. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. This is awesome. Thanks much. So I want to know, can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. Lovely, lovely. So Eric, tell us about your podcast. Sure. So I have two now, but I'll start with the one that I know that I've actually ran for almost 10 years, which is the Where to Hunt podcast, which is different than the Wired to Hunt podcast, which is someone else doing a different one. <laughs> it's a hunting podcast. And if you're hunting whitetail, elk, or just simply like the outdoors, it's a live broadcast show every Tuesday night. And we actually take calls from listeners around the country and they share hunting stories. They ask us questions, our guest questions. It's a ton of fun. So that's a good podcast. We call it the OKS podcast in the Midwest and we like to drink bourbon and scotch. Awesome. I'm dying to know, why'd you start that podcast? I started because I have a GPS hunting app that lives on iOS and Android in the Google Play Store. And it's by the same name, the Where to Hunt app, which helps hunters identify occupied and unoccupied hunting land. And the podcast at the time, there weren't many at all. In fact, I was probably one of the first 10 in that space to emerge. And it was a way for me to build relationships within that hunting community so people could get to know me and the product. And then I built a community around that. So really the purpose was to build relationships and get the word out there and meet people. Yeah. So I'm always interested and curious to hear the answer to this question, just because I know how this works being a podcaster myself. But tell us one great story or something that has happened to you because of your podcast. I call it podcast rain. So give us a good podcast rain story. God, just one. My goodness. Like I met an investor that almost bought the app from me through podcasting. But I would say the most special thing that's happened is on two occasions, two different listeners that live in my hometown here reached out to me. And one of them has become a good friend of mine. We hunt together all the time. And he is now my co-host of the podcast. And another is my business partner in an e-commerce apparel brand that I'm doing. And so I never even met these guys who become two of my real close friends over the last couple of years because they listen to my show. That's fantastic. So Eric, are you ready to play? We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so this segment is called Guess That. I think of a person, place, or a thing, and you ask me questions, as many as you need to, to figure out what the person, place, or thing is. Are you ready to play? I'm ready, but I'm terrible at this stuff. <laughs> All right. I am thinking of a thing. Is it round? It can be. Is it inanimate or not? It is inanimate. Hmm. Is it organic or not? It is organic. Is it a fruit? It is not a fruit. <laughs> is it? Hmm. That's about all I have out of my questions that I could think of so far. What color is it? Hmm. So I'm trying to think of a, a way to answer without giving it away. I'll say this, different people like it different ways, hmm. which affects the color. I feel like we could be talking about a burger. 
It is not a burger, <laughs> but it is something that you ingest. I'll give you that hint. Okay. Different color. Some people like it in different ways, and it's something that you can eat. I didn't say eat. I said oh, ingest. ingest. Got it. Okay. Hmm. Is it something that you drink? Yes. Is it alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic. Is it Kool-Aid? It is not Kool-Aid. <laughs> I don't know how many questions I meant. <laughs> You're getting there. You're getting close. You're warm. Is it sweet or not sweet? It can be either. Hmm. Can be either. Not alcoholic. Is it carbonated? No. I'm way too specific. Not carbonated. Is it V8? <laughs> it is not V8. Can be sweet or not sweet. Depending if you like the tropical blender, the original. Can I give up? You cannot give up. Oh boy. Give it a couple more tries. Okay. When I said you were warm. Oh, is it coffee? <laughs> it is coffee. <laughs> I love coffee. I love that segment because I just enjoy watching the guests like struggle. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bad person. <laughs> I was struggling. I was going to give up. All right. So first question in terms of podcasting, you are a veteran podcaster. What things do you do or are you doing to get better at the craft of podcasting? Yeah, there's a lot of generic answers that could go in here, but there certainly is no substitute for experience. I would say if you played my first episode compared to my last episode, it is completely night and day. And one of the things that lives inside of that is comfortability in being yourself and bringing things that make you you into that podcast, because that is a big component of success. If you're trying to be a podcaster, that might not be a good thing. When I started, I tried to over-enunciate words and use a different type of voice. And that like wasn't me. So... That's definitely a piece of advice, but building systems is really important to get some of that stuff out of your way. Anywhere you can add some automation, like when you get a guest on, if you can send them a questionnaire, have them click on a Calendly and then just books, systems can help too. And so even like having show notes and a, I don't know, the way that you're going to go through your show helps you get a framework to fill those things in. Got it. So where's the balance though? Because a lot of people, especially now that the popularity of podcasting is kind of exploding. And I don't know about you, but I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. How do you find that balance between watching what other people who you admire and who are doing well and being yourself? Where's that balance? Sure. I don't consume other podcasts. I went down that path. And as a result of that, I stopped because I was doing that. I'm like, oh, they're doing this and, and I should do... No. There's a book that I read called Play Bigger. One of the central themes out of that book that I pulled was do things different, not better. So I'm not going to do certain things better than other people in my space that have been doing it for a long time or really good at it or whatever, but I can do things differently. And as long as I do them differently and I bring myself to the equation, the end result is good. It's about, are you getting the feedback from your audience that they like what you're doing? Because nothing else really then matters. As long as you're talking to those people and they enjoy what you're saying, they're coming back, everything else, the metrics, who cares? That is fantastic advice. So are you ready to play some trivia? <laughs> yes. All right, I'm going to give you six categories to choose from, and you can pick one of the six that you want to start with. And they are general, science, arts, entertainment, history, or geography. Entertainment? Entertainment. Okay. The single, Up Where We Belong, is taken from which film? The single, Up 
Where We Belong is taken from which film? I don't know what that is. I would guess the movie Up. And you will be incorrect. It's <laughs> An Officer and a Gentleman. Oh my gosh. Okay. I've never seen that. All right. So you want more entertainment or would you like a different category? Mm, I suck at history and geography. What were the other ones? General, science, and arts. Hmm. Let's try general. All right. General. Let me pick a good one for you here. All right. I'll give you a lobby here. What do the 13 stripes on the American flag represent? Oh, boy, that's embarrassing because I'm not sure if I can tell you that. I know what the stars represent. <laughs> what do the stripes represent? I'm going to learn something today, Elsie. I don't know. All right, let's see. The 13 original colonies. Oh, my gosh. Duh. Okay. Thanks. All right. So you want to stay in general or you want to do a different category? How about art? Art. Okay. What sport is the subject of the book Sands of Time? What sport is the subject of the book Sands of Time? I don't know the answer. You're going to get a good guess from me here. Soccer. The correct answer is beach volleyball. Oh, that's funny. Stand. Okay, so let's do one more. I'll give you this one. This is general category. Okay. And the question is, Apple Brown Betty is a dessert comprised of apples and what? Apple Brown Betty is a dessert comprised of apples and what? I have to guess brownies? I'll give you partial credit. It's brown sugar. Okay. Well, that's not partial credit, but thank you, Elsie. <laughs> I try to be a generous mayor when I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So back to podcasting. One of the biggest challenges on the face of the podcast world is how in the world do I grow my audience? What over the 10 years that you have been podcasting, what have you done? What sort of things have you found are effective at growing your audience? Yeah, there's a lot of answers here that I'm sure people can talk about, like consistency and chip away at it and so forth. And that's true. Something a bit more practical that I did over the last year would be paying attention to where your deficiencies are, where you might be missing the mark with your primary demographic. So determine what your listeners are craving. You can do this once you're hyper-focused and tuned into the world that you're living in, inside of that niche or whatever. So for me, I'll use hunting as an example because that's what I'm talking about. For those that aren't in hunting, it shouldn't matter too much. But I noticed that other podcasts were emerging and some of the folks that were in the space were doing a lot of podcast reviews about hunting plastic, which ones were the best ones and or why. And those started to happen more and more and more and more in my space that I was seeing. And there was a thirst for knowledge on a deep, deep level. So what was happening is a lot of these podcasts are two or three dudes interviewing one or two other dudes about some story or some sort of topic. And there would be a lot of really good things that would happen one hour into the show and there would be these nuggets of information. And what I realized is that, wow, no one's really taking those nuggets and putting them on a silver platter. So 
there was a, a thirst for like, I want to learn, 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 but there wasn't a lot of folks doing something that was like just giving them that good information. So I spun up another show under the same exact RSS that is where to hunt. And I just called it tactic talk by where to hunt. So it was just another episode under my thing, but I just themed it differently. And those were 15 minute, very granular tactical things to a very acute thing. Someone's trying to learn about hunting. Like where do bucks bed? How does a buck navigate this terrain? And I would go and talk to the experts that had proven success in that domain. And there would be no pleasantries. There'd be no, how are you today? It was just, boom, we're on. We're 15 minutes. You tell us the stuff you want and then we're done. That was a rocket ship of growth. And that put me in a new category. It circulated the community. Everyone hopped on and people were like really happy and thrilled that, wow, I just got in 15 minutes what I was waiting for inside of a two-hour episode. And this is great. And these are from people that have done it. So that was interesting. The other that I did was I talk about creating a framework of consistency. So one thing you can do is create a lot of micro content and put that out in small bits so people can learn about you. But that can feel challenging sometimes. So rather than reinvent the wheel and consume a whole segment and try to figure out what you should be pulling out, I created a baked in section that was meant to become micro content. So I ask every single guest, hey, what's your most memorable hunt? And they give me a story. And every story is unique. And the reason it's memorable is different for everybody. And then I hired a college intern to film score that story and add cinematic undertones and sound effects. So then I gift that to that listener and say, hey, remember that hunt you shared with me that was your most memorable? Well, here it is. I brought that story to life for you. They share it. They're excited. They're proud. And now I have micro content that I can put in front of my audience to bring them into the full episode because people love stories. So pay attention to what is happening in your niche. Get your finger on the pulse. And you will. You, most people already know these things that are happening in their space. And just think about how you can do something, A, different, and now you can continue to bring more value to them. That is a fantastic answer. I'm curious to know, what are the top two ways that you get value from your show? That I get value from my show? Uh-huh. I'm selfish, man. I'm applying this stuff in the field. I've become a better deer hunter as a result of it. I ask things that I want to know. And it just so it turns out that a lot of other people want to know the same stuff. Uh-huh. And so actually this year, I applied all this knowledge and I actually filled the tag on a buck that's going on my wall, which has never happened before. And I can say it's from everything I learned. Like quite literally, I applied very specific things that came to fruition. Yeah, I have to say that I'm in the same boat. When I started my first show, selfishly, that's why I started it because I wanted to learn from business people from all over the world who were actually running successful businesses. And so I figured I'd just ask some decent questions and just take notes. And I literally have a a notebook full of concepts and principles that I've learned from these people. So definitely get that. Love it. Yep. And that's exactly what I plan to do with the next one too. So that's perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Are you ready for the bonus round? Mm -hmm. All right. So this is truth and lies. You will say three things about yourself. Two things will be true and one will be a flat out lie. And my job is to figure out which one of those things is the lie. I'll give you a second to think about it. All right, I'm ready. I got it. So, oh, you know what? <laughs> I just realized my lie actually is true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't got What's it. wrong with me? I was just like, what? That's not, I can't use that now. Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Let's see. LZ, I'm terrible at lying. I'm really stuck on the lie part. Give me just one more second here. Sure. Okay. I have run 
a three mile run in six minutes flat. I have jumped into a volcano and I have two kids and one kid on the way. Okay, let me think about this. Hmm. I am going to say you do not have two kids and one on the way. You have three little ones. I have two kids. And as of Thursday, I just found out we have one on the way. That is a truth. Uh, Okay, I'll take another shot. You did not run a six minute three mile. That is correct. I did not. I did it in eight. (laughs) That's pretty good. But I have jumped into a volcano. What in the world would possess one to do that? So in all technicality, I jumped into Crater Lake, which is an imploded volcano. And it was colder than you could ever imagine. It's the opposite of what you think when you think volcano. (laughs) Very sweet. I like those. Those are pretty tricky. I appreciate those. All right. So thank you so much for the tips. I think if people apply those three things that they will definitely see growth in their show. So I appreciate the tips. Absolutely. I don't know. I feel like there's probably plenty more. Do you ever get questions about monetization or? Monetization, I kind of categorize that under growth because if you're growing, then monetization is, in my mind, a part of that. Cool. But if you have a tip, drop it on me. Yeah. I wanted to impart some of that because as a podcaster starting off, I always thought like, oh, you'll just make money and it'll come. And that's not true. You do have to work at it. And not all of us that have a podcast are really good at revenue models or generating that monetization, I eventually did get there. And I think if you can create some partnerships with something that is a fit, it has to be a fit. I will never reach to have just someone on the show as a sponsor just because they want to pay me. It's worked out really well. And so I've been able to land sponsors at a fixed fee on three-month sprints. And I do a discount up to six months and one year out. If they want to realize that discount, they can commit longer. And then I got some bigger names involved by knocking on doors. I reached out to like 20 big companies and pitched it as a branding play. It would make sense. And out of those 20, I got one yes. And again, I did the fixed model again. So I just charge a flat rate per number of episodes and that's it. So it was focusing on the fit is really a valuable thing to consider there. Got it. Focus on the fit. That is a saying. That could be a t-shirt. Yeah, I never realized that. (laughs) Focus on the fit. Focus on the fit. Yeah, don't reach or don't force it or don't reach too hard for it. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Well, so if people want to reach out to you to connect, to listen to the show, or to just ask you questions, how can they do that? Yeah, I think LinkedIn is probably the best place. I have a good central hub of all that's going on there. You can find me on LinkedIn, Eric Clark, or for the podcast specifically, it's wheretohuntapp.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Podcast My Brand. If you got value from the show, join our email list for show updates and exclusive tips on building trust, growing influence, and increasing authority with your podcast brand. Thanks again, and we'll talk with you next time.